Okay, okay, I made it in. <laughs> we got action. <laughs> After technical difficulties. That's okay, sis. How are you? I am great. I am great. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> good. I'm still munching on a little bacon, but it's okay. <laughs> bacon is life. <laughs> you know me. I love the idea of eating healthy. And I try to, but I can't give up bacon. That's that's not going to happen. Well, you know, maybe you can do keto. You don't have to give up bacon. Girl, please. Keto is actually not that hard. Says a person who maybe is doing keto. I don't know. What are you doing? Literally nothing. But, says a person who knows that her sister loves bacon. <laughs> I do you can have all the bacon you want. Yes, but <laughs> you know? the thing about keto is you're not supposed to do it for a lifetime because it can really mess up like hormones and things like that. Well, yeah, it's like you go to ketosis. Right. Like once your body starts going into ketosis, you know, you kind of have to... Keto is one of those in and out type of things. It's, it's definitely not a lifestyle change. However, um... It takes a while for your body to recognize you being in ketosis. So, I don't know. It's kind of, I don't know. It's it's just proven like it works. It and then work. I don't know. The best thing, the best thing that works for me, what I find is the uh, intermittent fasting. Uh, I do that without even trying. I just will go without yes, eating. Me too. I'm like my bad. <laughs> yes, me too. And it's like, but certain certain fasting works for different body types. So, like, I have this app that you put, um, you know, your weight in, your weight goal, and you also put your body type in there. You also put in, like, the time you normally sleep. So, it builds this plan based around the things that you know about yourself. Um, And then it gives you, you know, if you're going to be on a 14-8 or a um, 12-6. You know, it kind of just builds it based on what you say. Oh, that's nice. By the way, y'all, yeah, I like if it. you haven't figured out, this is what our topic is touching on. Because we did not say hello to our listeners. We did not greet y'all. <laughs> we were so rude. We just jumped right in. Like, <laughs> where are our men? <laughs> we have none. But that's okay. Because guess what? Blame it on the bacon. We get an episode out. <laughs> <laughs> that's what matters. <laughs> Blame it on the bacon, y'all. Blame it on the bacon. I like that. Um, so, yes. yeah, we're talking about, we thought it was really important to touch on, like, lifestyle changes, obesity specifically in relation to health, and then lead into some 2021 goals because it's almost here, y'all. Absolutely, y'all. Like, I'm so excited to talk about this because, you know, as we were discussing things that we were going to talk about, you know, I was like, let's talk about obesity because I'm going to say more than 80% of the world is in obesity, y'all. Like, I don't even think everybody realizes what obesity really is. Right. And of course, everybody's body is different. However, it's for you to learn your body, learn what works for you and learn what doesn't. Um, if you're a person like me, I'm beginning to become more conscious because diabetes runs on one side of my family whereas high blood pressure runs on the other Mm -hmm. side and then tagged along with the global pandemic that we're in it's best to do what you can on your end to prevent 
further issues. Like, um, you know, there are a lot of things that we know about COVID and one that it attacks people with underlying mm-hmm. issues. Um, so with that being said, I don't want COVID, y'all. I don't want diabetes. I don't want high blood pressure. All these things besides COVID can be controlled and you can kind of monitor COVID a little bit, you know, with the um, hand washing, with the mask, with the social distancing. However, I feel like it's something that's just floating around in the air. Like, what's funny is this guy that I was listening to yesterday said, it's probably knocking on your front door and you just ain't opening and letting it in, you know, but you know, it's probably floating around in your front yard just waiting on you to open the door so it can run right in and, you know, jump on you. However, (laughs) there are things that you can do um, to prevent uh further illnesses so we're gonna talk about obesity today you guys and how um some statistics on obesity and some things you can do to make those necessary changes in your life as we head into this graceful new year yes yes so just so we have this clear i am all about you know body positivity embracing yourself as you are however obesity is one of those medical health conditions that is not obviously healthy like you don't want to be obese it's one thing if you're plus size you know you beautiful go big girl what you gonna do or boy whatever um but when we're talking about obesity like by the cdc standards this is gonna be when your bmi which is your body mass index is 30 Mm -hmm. plus so that's like extreme Mm -hmm. you know we see like my 600 pound life that's the kind of obesity that is morbid obesity right like that's That is what you don't want to be in. That's the category that you don't want to fall in. You can also be obese by like the CDC standards as well. But sometimes those are um, based off like Eurocentric standards. So you kind of have to watch out for that and just try to live as healthy as possible. Like, sure, you know, uh, uh, for instance, a white person may have a different BMI than you. But we know that we carry our fat differently it distributes differently in black and white people so you know pay attention to that you don't have to necessarily say you're obese but you will know when you're healthy versus not healthy like you'll feel right um exactly and i think it's important to just learn what kind of range you should be in when it comes to your weight um when it comes to your health and just knowing um Look, you guys, like according to, let me just give you my stats. Okay. So according to um, my BMI index, I am in a range of a 31. Okay. Which means I am obese. Okay. Um, So normal people who are overweight, they have a BMI between 25 to Mm -hmm. 29. So I am in the obese category because I'm a 31. So just to give y'all a little statistics, it says um, currently 72% of men and 63% of women are overweight or obese. Okay. So that's a lot, you guys. And I mean, this is, this is overall, like, this is just, this, this is, I guess to say 80% of the world, you might as well say is in this (laughs) obese obese category. Yes. So, um, you know, it has a huge impact on our blood sugar, which falls into diabetes, y'all. It, it's not, diabetes is not a racial um, situation. Mm-hmm. It is a health situation and it can be controlled. 
diabetes is not something that they label you as that you cannot right. fix. Yes, you can fix it. Yeah, I think sometimes people hear a diagnosis like that and they feel overwhelmed and like there's nothing I can do. My family's had this and and I'm just bound mm-hmm. to get it. But that is not true because we can change cycles and patterns, right? Just like you can change Correct. You know, your own behavior. It's just it's just a lifestyle thing. That's all. And I say that that's all. all. I mean, I know it's harder than that, but <laughs> y'all know what I mean. I mean, y'all, y'all have to learn how to discipline yourselves and move away from those unhealthy habits because it's very easy, especially living down here in the South. <laughs> Let me just make that clear yes. because we have corner stores with fried fish, chicken wings, with the bacon, with the air, all the fixings. You know, we have this in our gas stations, you guys. So for people that are not aware, <laughs> it's you doomed. Like at every corner, you're doomed. You know what I'm saying? And I'm talking like, y'all, these little gas stores, gas stations are bomb.com. Like I'm talking little hole in the walls that you wouldn't even think got the best dog on fried chicken. Like it's ridiculous yes and fish so you know we just have to take a step back and it's okay to eat some fried fish every now and then or a piece of fried chicken every now and then it's just not to get into the habit of eating these things constantly because not only does it involve um you know your glucose and things like that it also has to do with your heart you can you have to watch the fatty acids you have to watch i'm sorry not fatty acids the cholesterol yes. that is in these um in this this food that you're ingesting y'all it clogs up your heart literally so you don't want to continuously just eat 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 like fry everything there's air fryer comes out just as perfect there's baking you know it's it's there are also alternatives like nobody's telling you can't eat chicken nobody's telling you can't eat fish but there are other ways you can do it right that are healthier speaking of obesity and rates in the south can you guess the number one place with the highest um obesity rates like can you guess the state <laughs> i'm gonna have to say Louisiana, Ooh, unfortunately not quite number one is okay. mississippi so y'all right there y'all what? neighbors louisiana is number four and can you guess okay. the, uh, the state with like the lowest obesity rate it was kind of surprising to me probably somewhere up north nope <laughs> with the lowest obesity uh-huh. Um, is it a southern? Nope, it's place? not. Okay, it's a mid region. Yes, sort of. <laughs> um, let's go for. Hmm. I don't okay. know. Uh, give me a hint. Well, if I get oh oh you you can smoke your weed there. <laughs> That's everywhere but the south. <laughs> so go and give it to me, Colorado. <laughs> Well, I mean that is north. That's not really north. That's more. I mean, it's mid Midwest. I don't. I don't know what Colorado's considered. Oh, you guys. Okay, so let just to let you know, we don't know demographics. <laughs> <laughs> it's over towards Cali and here in Arizona and all that. Well, okay, yeah, you're right. Midwest. Yeah, that's about right. Because we can't do nothing down here in the south. So it. You know, I mean, uh, it wouldn't surprise. I me. was surprised because marijuana is legal, so I'm thinking, like, shouldn't they have the that was one of the first states that legalized, right? It, right. But apparently, they have the lowest obesity rate. So uh, I don't know. Maybe the weeds just putting people to sleep instead. <laughs> 
well, I, this is what I do have to say um, about, I think that for some reason, I find that the colder states do more soups and stuff oh. versus um, your fried good soups point. and things like yeah. that. Yeah. So I think that it's, it's also geographical um, has a lot to do with the types of diseases and the types of things that you see in certain areas because y'all I'm just saying if y'all do watch my 600 pound life and see what most of these people come from it's southern states I'm just saying yeah. like it's Texas it's Louisiana it's Mississippi it's Florida it's you know it's these outlining southern states that people just cannot get away from all the horrible things that we have to eat down here guys it's like a death trap yes i'm just saying it's so good though but like you said you can still eat some of that because i don't believe in just quitting stuff cold turkey i'm more of a person where you add to instead of take away from so well me too like you got to wean me off of things you can't just cut me cold turkey like i mean there's there's withdrawals and we talked about this yesterday you know there are such things as food withdrawals you guys like your body can literally go into shock okay like this is not a joke you can definitely go into shock from sugar from um cholesterol from just certain foods you, you you really can put your body you know sometimes you'll stop eating certain things and instead of kind of weaning it back and just gradually cutting it down you just cut it cold turkey and then your body somehow feels like oh you gonna do this to me <laughs> I'm gonna show you. like <laughs> in the middle of a minute? yeah i'm gonna show uh-uh. you yeah <laughs> yeah i'm gonna show you so you know now your body's fighting against itself to really be doing what you should have been doing in the first place however um you know, circumstances were different or, you know, sometimes and y'all, yes, it does cost a little bit more to eat a little bit more healthy, but you gotta do what you gotta do because your body is your temple. So, I'm a, excuse me, I'm gonna challenge that just a little, right? Because I thought about it and I believe that, yes, it may be more expensive to eat healthy, maybe, However, that's not necessarily true because if you cut back on some of that processed stuff and you're getting fresh stuff, you're kind of balancing it out, right? So, you know, or not not even organic, let's just say bell peppers, the things that we eat naturally, that we grow naturally are usually less mm-hmm. expensive than processed stuff. So you can get two bell peppers. You know, let's just say it's a dollar, which is kind of high, but a dollar for two bell peppers, you go to get a slab of cheese um, or I'm trying to think of something equivalent to bell peppers. I don't even know. But if we're just saying in general, you want to eat bell peppers and not cheese, your slices of cheese or Velveeta, whatever, that's five, six dollars versus a (laughs) dollar. Well, that is true. That is true. Um, I'm fortunate I'm a person that loves cheese, so I don't know. <laughs> Good example, <then. laughs> like, I can't see myself trading cheese for bell peppers, so I try to, you know, <laughs> I'm a little tongue tied, but <laughs> um, you know, I, I am a processed food person, I hate to say that, but I am. I have kids, and I'm, I'm that quick go to, let's get this. And here, go have a chicken patty, go get a pizza, pop it in the oven, call it a day. Um, 
I think if I move my kids over, it would be like a culture shock. Like, <laughs> I think they would be like, what the hell are you doing? Why isn't there any pieces in here? Where are the chips? Where's this? Where's that? So I think it's going to be a gradual thing. And of course, when you are not or you haven't been doing these things, mm-hmm. it's like a change for everybody because my house is very, very, very picky. Okay. Jamarcus is not. However, mm. my little people are like, Kyle <laughs> will straight up tell you, I'm not eating that. I don't want that. Um, I don't eat that. And I'm like, you've never tried it. So she's now getting to the point where she's trying different things. Um, but it's a little harder when you just like cut cold turkey. <laughs> so I think that I'm going to try now to start preparing more things. Um, and it's just going to be more cooking yeah however it's to start taking away from a lot of the processed things because yeah it and processed stuff is expensive too like don't get that twisted because you get a bag of chicken patties well you can buy a package of chicken Mm -hmm. breast and you can do them yourself so it's the same thing it's also you know like you said that time you have to kind of give because even with pizza you know you, you guys can make pizza homemade I know you don't have tons of time but that's totally up my alley you know I enjoy that kind of stuff like let's let's make a homemade pizza and make the sauce or if we're gonna buy jarred sauce then everything else is gonna be fresh I'm gonna cook my own chicken or cook my own you know sausage or you know broccoli or whatever I'm gonna put on my pizza and then I'm gonna bake it because that's fun process for me overall Right, right. And um, those are great family things you can do. Also, you guys, you know, just to um, incorporate everybody, it's let's all make pizzas, you know, um, and let everybody make kind of what they would like on their pizza. And y'all can do everything fresh, yep. you know, if it's if they just want cheese. OK, let them grade the cheese. That's a great thing for kids to do. Show them how to, you know, mix up the sauce. You know, it's just incorporating different things and it's just taking it step by step. You know, a really so, good um, thing I use. So if you just kind of want to get started trying fresh stuff, maybe eating more like plant-based foods and not necessarily processed, I use mm-hmm. um, Imperfect Foods. And no, this is not an ad for them. But I use them and I get a box of fresh produce delivered like every two weeks. It might be 25 bucks and that's including the shipping. And the premise is all of the veggies and things that they send you are typically like imperfect, right? They have flaws that the stores don't want so they can sell it to you for way cheaper because either way you're going to eat it you're going to cut it up so it doesn't really matter how it looks it's not like it's bad food it's not rotten it's just got blemishes that stores are like we don't want this so they sell it to you they ship it to you and it comes in like an ice pack it's really neat and I've always found some interesting things like recently I got gnocchi just like the little Mm -hmm. potato pillow pasta and I cooked that with like broccoli and a little bit of Alfredo. That's healthier than regular pasta. Not the healthiest, but a better alternative. So I was like, I'm going to try right. this. And I like broccoli. It's a win-win. <laughs> right. And it's just like, you know, that's so, you know, that little story you just told me was so sad. It made me think of, do you remember Ed, Ed and Eddie? Yes. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. That wasn't Ed and Eddie. That was on Cow and Chicken. Cow Remember and chicken, the ugliest yeah. weenie? Cow and chicken, yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, so that made me think of the ugliest weenie. 
you know, that, you know, there are things with blemishes. <laughs> and, <laughs> ugly and sweetie, ugly and sweetie. Okay. We don't want you, we in, don't our want you in our pack. <laughs> <laughs> like that. I still remember Y'all, that. we are so lame. <laughs> we are so lame, but it's crazy that we both remember that like it was yesterday. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Yes, it is. That's hilarious. <laughs> Oh, no, but we do like as especially if we're speaking specifically to our community, you know, the black community, we have so many more health issues than our counterparts. Unfortunately, I don't know if part of that started because obviously, you know, when when we were slaves, um, we were only given scraps like chitlins and stuff, that kind of thing. So that contributed to already having generational issues with health right then we couldn't Correct. go to doctors to even get these get checked on then when you could get to doctors they didn't want to listen because even as recently they minimize it yeah as recently oh as 2016 God, they had about, yes. that study about black yes. people feeling less pain than than white and i'm like what it's 2016 <sighs> how did that come about let's talk about dr moore since she won't bring that up because um for you all that don't know the recent with dr moore that was put out um about the doctor who had COVID, oh yeah who was being treated um and it was said that she was treated unfairly um leading up to her death um because there was y'all there is a stigma that's on the black community that we can take more pain it's an ignorance okay it is a straight ignorance and as black doctors have came up and stated they minimize our pain due to our race like there is this one doctor that said he had such stupid like this is the word that he used such stupid colleagues to say stupid things as such as Oh, I thought y'all's skin was thicker. Right. And I mean, just straight, just like, what race makes your skin thicker? Girl, I don't know. Like, self-educate, you guys. Like, it's more to it than, and, and, you know, just being put in these positions where you're going to school with all these different um ethnicities and races and you know they sit there and they you know just to listen to some of the stupid stuff that is being said about what black people can take or I thought y'all had more of a pain tolerance why because y'all beat us back in the day like I'm I just I try to think because of what we've been through yes we are strong our race is very strong Mm -hmm. I don't think there's another one that is stronger might I add however comma that does not um, give anybody room to demoralize or treat you less than because of your race. Like, it, it just doesn't. But this lady died, like, in pain, you know, and it's sad because once she did get the help that she should have been getting in the first place, it was too late. Right. Um, and <laughs> she's sitting here telling her story via Facebook while she's in the hospital fighting with COVID and then they let her, this doctor discharges her let her go home where she's still suffering and then she gets rushed to another hospital where she then dies. So it's like all this time she was there and she, you know, maybe she was going to die anyway. But who says she had to die in pain? In pain, in right. agony because a doctor belittled her pain. Right. And it's not only, you know, in situations like that, you have doctors who will tell, you know, let's just say an African-American patient, like, hey, you need to go on a diet, et cetera, et cetera. 
they'll tell them mm-hmm. this but don't even think about the fact that maybe this this person has a low income can't afford it maybe you need to get them in case in touch with a social worker or a case manager that can help them get the resources Correct. instead of saying they ju- they're just not listening to me they're they're not taking my advice they just don't they they Correct. don't want to do what i say it's more to it Correct. than that you have to dig deeper oh you know hey you should exercise right. you know or like, you should do this you should do that and some people don't even know that you can begin these exercises at home. Like, mm-hmm. teach them. Don't just tell somebody what to do. It's always a lesson to be learned. You know, maybe they can't walk their neighborhood like some people can. Right. Maybe they can't hit their streets running in the middle of the day jogging. You know, who knows people's situations, okay? However, as a person in such a position, educate them. Give them resources, like you said, to help them instead of just saying, oh, you you know, last time you came here, I told you you should have lost 15 pounds and blah, 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 blah. Well, teach them how. Teach them what things they can do in the decency of their home or better yet, lack thereof, what if they're homeless? You don't know people's situation. So take time to listen and to learn and to figure out what situation works better for certain people you guys and you know it's all about caring and as I watched um Dr. Drummond who's this big advocate for the whole COVID Mm -hmm. league um right now he's a black scientist uh Dr. Robert Drummond um his wife they did um married to medicine LA um so he's a doctor um in LA and He's very, um, you know, I mean, he, he just, he, he's very informative or very, um, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Y'all, I'm kind of tongue tied right now, but he gives great, great, great information mm-hmm. about a lot of things because he's not just a doctor. He's a scientist also. Um, so he studies a lot of things and he goes into detail and goes in depth about certain things with our bodies and there are certain things within the black bodies that white people are not, they don't have you Mm -hmm. guys. So as in our race, we have to learn what is best for us. Y'all like, don't let somebody just feed you a bunch of bull without you taking the time to sit back and learn exactly what it is and what you need to do because he will break it down for you. You get what I'm saying? Like he'll tell you there's certain things that we have in our DNA that they don't have. It's certain reasons why, um, you know, there are more black people that are, that are being identified in the COVID ring than white people. However, that's not saying white people don't get COVID. They do. Everybody, nobody is um, immune to this disease. However, he's saying there are things that you can do as a person to protect yourselves and other people. So, you know, just to go back to it, just educate yourselves and care enough to help somebody else. Right. Like, so if we're talking, again, if we're talking about the Black community, there, I don't know if this was, if this has to do with um, uh, community lines and, you know, redlining and all of that. I'm not 100% sure, but there mm-hmm. has been research that shows you know like it, there's two different things in the black community or poverty communities so this could be hispanic black um white people who don't have much either but there's um food deserts and food swamps so a food desert is when there's no like fresh markets there's nothing fresh available 
like um, mm-hmm. produce and you know gardens and things like that and then a food swamp is actually kind of goes into it too because that's when places are oversaturated with fast food restaurants you know like Burger King, KFC, McDonald's. Oh, yeah. It's it's strategist Exactly. And I'm like, this is really so interesting because, again, that's not something people take into consideration when they're telling folks, you know, you need to lose weight, you need to do X, Y, and Z. Like, have you actually done your research to be telling them this stuff and why this is happening? Thank you. Thank you. No, they don't. You know, and it's all about caring. Like, as I go back to it, it's all about how much you care for someone, how much you care for what you're doing, because we can say all day, okay, you need to do this. You should do this. You should do that. Um, However, does that person have the resources necessary to do do that? Yes, Hmm. yes. Always important. To so live. you know, we're all about talking about resources and providing those resources to you all. So um, we'll have something posted um, later on today or tomorrow um, about uh, finding those resources in your area. Right. Um, there are food banks um, for those who may not have. There are things in your area, people you can reach out to. There are nutritionists. Um, there are just people that are willing to help, um, you know, and a lot of them will do it pro bono because if you can save one, you save someone. Right. Let me say that. So, you know, it's all about just helping, um, helping someone who does not know. Yes. Like in here, I want to say, I don't think I've mentioned it, but here in Arizona, there is a... I wish I could remember the exact name. I might mess it up. But it's a a place where people can get produce. And it's like, (laughs) I'm talking about 60 pounds of produce for $10, which is nuts. Seriously? Yes, 60, 60, 60. And so a lot of times people will buy and then share it with their community. Like in this little cul-de-sac we're in, we have a neighbor Mm -hmm. who is like, I don't know, at least once a month if if not twice she'll bring everyone in the neighborhood her her son pulls the wagon like bananas she brought us bananas and milk and potatoes and something else one day because she got so much of it so I bet there are probably other states and things that do something very similar it's just a matter of trying to find it for the people locate it correct Correct. So y'all, y'all giving us some homework. So we're gonna um, be looking for those things in um, different states. And if you, you know, feel like you want to reach out, everything is yep. private. Um, nothing will be disclosed to anyone. Please hit us up on any of our social media platforms. Um, Charisma will tell you what they are at the end of this story. Mm-hmm. And um, that way you guys can reach out if needed and we'll provide the information. Um, Charisma is also tell them um, about your coaching and the things that you do so that you can help. (laughs) Yes. So (laughs) um, I have several things in place. I don't quite have my business up and running yet, but it is headed that direction. 
It's it um, I am planning to start health coaching. So obviously I'm also a therapist. It's two completely different things. It, with health coaching, you won't get like a mental health diagnosis. We can talk about anxiety, depression, some of those things, but it's not in depth detail. And if that's the case, I would refer you to a provider therapist because I can't be your therapist and your health coach. Dual role. Correct. Um, but with health coaching, my ultimate goal is to help. And I really, really want to make this available to my black community, but um, to help people live their best lives as best as they can. So that might be, you know, let's work on planning, you know, how you're going to meal prep. So maybe I don't know all of the exact nutrition. Maybe we find you someone who is a nutritionist. Mm-hmm but I can help you get together your meals and decide how those are going to look, figure out what you want to eat, find the recipes. Those are things that I can help you with exercise. If you want, we can go walking together, maybe after COVID, you know, cause I don't know everybody business, but you know, we can, <laughs> we can work on some of those fitness goals, motivating you to get you where you want to be. So again, maybe I can't be your personal trainer, but I can help motivate you to make those changes that you want because at the end of the day you have to be the person to make the change um correct I also have my lifestyle medicine certification paid for by my current company thank you you know I appreciate that um but you know it's also one of those things that helps with factors like sleep nutrition um what else exercise so it touches based on all of those really uh, big social areas or physical health areas, um, like right. kind of like the wellness wheel, the, the health and wellness wheel. Um, it touches on all of mm-hmm. those things. So that's my certification along with my actual degree. Yes, y'all. So hit us up because we can help you guys. And, you know, just to go back to some foods and things, y'all, like y'all, let me tell y'all why Weight Watchers, why Noom, a lot of these big things that are coming out are so yep. successful because it it doesn't limit what you can eat, right? Like, let's say, for instance, I'm currently doing Weight Watchers, okay? Um, it is a little difficult only if you're not as disciplined. And I'm, I'm going <laughs> to be honest, I'm not a very disciplined person when it comes to my diet. So let me say this. What it does is that it will make you sit back and look like you will legitly say, okay, I can have a cookie from Subway, but I'm letting you know that I only have 31 points today. And if I eat this cookie, it's 12 of those 31 (laughs) points. Okay. However, if you eat a cup of bananas, uh, 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 two bananas, or if you eat a cup of pineapples or strawberries, guess what? It's no points. It's, it takes absolutely no points to eat those healthy things. So the points only start subtracting when you eat the things that are unhealthy for you. So guess what? It's not limiting what you can have. It's making you conscious about what you're eating. Right? And then you say, okay, well, I can have a chicken leg from churches. That chicken leg is going to cost me four points. So then you have to sit back and think, okay, if I eat a chicken leg for lunch and then I eat mashed potatoes, that's three points. Okay, so that's seven points I've eaten, and I've drunk four bottles of water. I've had pineapples this morning for breakfast. I've eaten a a banana for breakfast. You've had a good breakfast. You've had a, okay, lunch. You haven't hit your max. So now you have um, 22 points left Mm -hmm. for dinner. 
it kind of gives you a little moment to indulge a little bit, right? But then that's when you kind of have to start getting into measurements. So you're going to say, oh, instead of me eating this regular pasta, I'm going to do some whole wheat pasta or whole grain pasta. So it's cutting back little bits at a time until you become, um, like you said, you don't want to just send your body yes. to shock. Like you don't want to say, oh my God, so I'm not going to eat um, pasta at all. And you know, and you're a starchy person or you, you, you're a person that just indulge off of starch or I'm not going to eat these potatoes. No, cut back on the amount of potatoes you're eating. Cut back on the pasta that you're eating. So instead of eating regular white pasta, you've moved to a gluten-free or a, a whole right. wheat pasta. And then you can start saying, okay, well, I'm going to start cutting pasta eventually. And then you start doing the zucchini noodles or you start doing the squash. You know, it's, it's all about taking one step at a time. And even if you are going to do the whole, the regular pasta, you don't do as much. So it's just changing one little thing at a time. And I'm getting there, you guys. So I'm only on week one. <laughs> week one has been a struggle. I'm not going to lie. I did have a soda twice. And I'm like, okay, girl, shake back. And literally, if you put a soda in your thing and you see the points that it takes, you get mad at yourself. <laughs> you will. You'll be like, why did you just eat? Why did you take a cold drink? And it took up like 12 of your points. Now you you can't eat nothing for the rest of the day. You know? <laughs> no. So you're going to be mad at yourself for drinking water for the rest of the day. Like, that's your... <laughs> right. I mean, so also, glad you pointed that out. Because people will, like, want to start, you know, making these lifestyle changes and immediately want results. Mm-hmm. Or get mad at themselves for a mistake like a soda right so you're right Right. you're not used to maybe drinking all that water so you have a soda what matters is yeah okay you've had that soda maybe you get frustrated but then you recognize okay now for the rest of the day I can make better decisions I'm gonna just drink my water (laughs) right you don't want it to completely set you back you just be like I'm not doing nothing anymore that's Correct. not a good mindset. Because, baby, when you drink that cold drink, you see them 12 points, you will push it back. You'll be like, you know what? I ain't going to have no more cold drinks. <laughs> you know, and the thing about Weight Watchers is it gives you weekly points. So even if you overindulge a day, once you start tapping into your weekly points, you're like, okay, now, girl, listen, <laughs> you, burnt, you burnt your daily. Now you're tapping into your weekly. That's what you don't want to hit. You don't want to bottom line both of them. And luckily, I have not. Yay. So I'm going to be proud of myself for not doing that. However, I do know my major, major issue is forcing water. Like, y'all, <laughs> I would like walk past the refrigerator and like get a juice, get everything else but water. And then when I do drink water, it's like, oh, my body's like, give me more, give me more, give mm-hmm. me more. And I'm like, you know, you really can get full off of water. And, you know, I've I've gotten to the point where now, you know, I go to a restaurant and I'm really conscious about what I'm ordering because I'll drink a whole glass of water first. Yeah. And my doctor was like, make sure you do that. That's really important so that you don't overindulge, so that you don't continue to eat, you know, eat or order more than what you can handle. Because I'm good for going to the restaurant and I will order an appetizer <laughs> i will order uh my entree, and then sometimes i'll order dessert yes 
And y'all, I only eat half of the appetizer, a spoon of the entree, and maybe dessert. Now, I will food, I will do the dessert because I am a sweets person, which is horrible because I've not even eaten everything. Like, okay, my eyes bigger than my stomach. Let me just say that. <laughs> but, you know, it just gets you to the point where, and even for like Thanksgiving and Christmas, I literally wanted to start doing the blindfolding thing, you guys. Like, I wanted to just eat and stop whenever my body tells me right. to stop. And not when I'm physically looking at my plate saying, you have more dressing over there, eat that. You have more ham over there, eat that. No, stop when your body tells you to stop. Don't push or force what you see on right. your plate. My, and that's huge. I think that is also my issue is not necessarily eating on my plate, but the water. Ooh, baby. Mm-hmm. I know I be around here dehydrated. I do. Um, Girl, my <laughs> lips is telling on me. Like, they are so dry right I now. I try, like, though. I found for me, me the, I'm competitive with myself. So having those water bottles with, like, you got it, you know, drink this much at 9 a, to 9 a.m. and you're halfway there. Like, that is what pushes me because I'm like, uh-uh, I got to finish this. Like, no, you're you going to finish right. this. So that's what I right. find works better for me than just trying to drink. Like, oh, you're supposed to drink four or five bottles of water a day. Like, ew, who does that? Right, right. No. And I can do that with the mini bottles, okay? Because, like, if I get the something about those mini bottles of water, I can drink, like, six or seven of those. Like, it's nothing. And then I'll have a regular 16 ounce bottle of water and it'll take me all day to drink it. And I'm like, what are you doing, girl? Just get you some mini bottles and keep refilling. So that's what I keep doing. And it's, I I don't know what it is. It's just like me drinking out of a cup versus a straw. Oh, yeah. Y'all, I I am that person. If If something I can't see, like if the lid is closed on it and I'm just sipping out of a straw, it's like, okay, you keep sipping, you keep sipping, you keep sipping until it's done, until you're done, right? But if I'm literally looking in the cup and I'm like, okay, girl, you're not going to drink that. I don't know what it is. I just, I can't, I don't know, y'all. I don't know if there's anybody else. I know somebody else out there like me. Uh, so I'm not going to yes. take that and push it onto my own plate because <laughs> I know that I'm not the only one. Like, y'all, tell me if it's not, like, if y'all get those mini bottles of water, okay, you'll drink it and then be mad. You'll be like, I want some more, right? <laughs> But then <laughs> you'll be like, that wasn't even enough water to touch my throat, right? But then you get the 16-ounce bottle of water, and you take, like, one little sip out yep. of it. Like, one, literally, one little sip, and now you, you have to pour it out because don't nobody know who that bottle of water belongs to. It's been sitting on the counter for three days, and you've done nothing with it. But you've drunk four or five of those little mini bottles. That's funny. It's it's like... I don't know what it baby, is. <laughs> it's literally, like, I think it's the, the size effect because, you know, just like with the... um. Now, you know, especially at our black functions, you got your meatballs and you got your mini finger sandwiches. So mm-hmm. much better than a big whole sandwich. I could eat like six of the Thank little you. piece of sandwiches over a whole sandwich. I think it is a size thing, you guys. Like, I know what you're saying because I can have a plate full of finger sandwiches. Yes. But if I'm eating a full sandwich, I'm done. By half of that sandwich, I'm like, done i can't y'all i can't i don't even know what it is it's something about a finger sandwich and like we said it's something about those party foods um that we get wrapped up in because you think if you're eating like a meat patty right 
and you're saying, oh, I'm going to eat me a, a, a barbecue hamburger. Let's compare that to okay. meatballs. Um, I'm going to eat a barbecue hamburger. You might eat half of it, especially you, because I know how you <laughs> eat. So you might eat half of a barbecue hamburger. Um, but then you put some meatballs on your plate, you'll eat like 10 of them, <laughs> at least 10. You know, and you sitting there like, did I really just eat 10 meatballs? But I literally did not eat this half a hamburger. It is definitely a size thing. Like, you can eat more or smaller, which is a good mm-hmm. thing because this is what they tell you. If you can have more small, smaller portions, you'll it serves the body yes. well. Yep. You could definitely eat, like, six small meals instead of three big meals if that's how you tend to eat in general. You just, you know, cut it down. Correct. And it's about learning your metabolism and learning how your body responds to when you eat you know food. yes yes so speaking about you know lifestyle and and making changes and all of that right 2021 is right. coming up are we ready for right it? around the corner i mean i think anything at this point is better than 2020 <laughs> let me say that like at least i'm hopeful and i have faith that you know the land will be healed eventually and that we have something to look forward to because so many things have gone wrong this year. Um, But for me, so many things have been so um, clarifying and um, you know, you get to take a step back and you get to be very, very humble for the things that you have and what your life is because a lot of people have lost lives. A lot of people have lost, loved ones a lot of people have lost jobs um but you can look back and be positive that you're still here absolutely we lived another day to tell another story to laugh again to speak to each other again to get up and go to work um because everybody hasn't had those fortunes you know everybody has not been able to say Hey, I made it through that. Right. Or I lived through that. So, um, you know, for me, it's been a lot of self-reflecting and a lot of changes that I made within myself um, to enhance relationships and to give energy into those things that feed into your life. You. Right. Yes. That I feel that's probably pretty true for myself. I think I've just been forced to actually slow down. So, you know, Mm -hmm. for me, 2020, I mean, compared to a lot of people's, I've had a pretty successful year despite COVID. So it just makes me proud. But then I've looked and I'm like, I really want to push myself this next year. Because if I can, like you said, if I can make it through this year, I can do my own thing and I can be proud of myself and have that self-confidence and just know, girl, you got this. Because that was my biggest thing. That's been my my worry and what stops me from doing more is that like comfort zone this is what I'm comfortable with but I'm to that point right. where I'm like you know what I'm I'm not comfortable anymore being this comfortable like I need to grow a little more right and sometimes that means stepping outside of your comfort zone you know it's doing things that you wouldn't normally see yourself doing you know it's setting those goals that are achievable that are reachable that still are going to push you just a little bit to go beyond what you think you can do. Absolutely. So I am setting up my like 
Um, our mom bought me a vision board from work. Not a vision board, a poster. Yay. So a I'm poster. working on that. Like I got I it's y'all, did you know it's really hard to find magazines? I thought like the Goodwill or you know, some of those. No, ones. it's not like it used Baby, to be. Baby, they don't got none. I'm like, I'm not paying four or five dollars a magazine that I'm gonna cut up. So I ordered me a little right. kit thing off of um, Amazon for like $11. I got some pictures. My mom had a couple old magazines. So I'm going to use what I have and I'm going to build on this. I don't even board. think I have any. <laughs> like, I don't even think I have a magazine just to, to think of it. Um, And I kind of thought about doing a vision board too. But like you said, like newspapers are not the no. same. Um, you know, you used to get a magazine every now and then. I haven't even been, you know, who used to sell like magazines and stuff. It used to be like Walgreens and stuff where you can go and like get them for like a dollar ninety five. I think now magazines, when they do have them, they're like five or six bucks. They are. And anybody know when you create a vision board, you have to go through at least six to seven magazines, or if not more, to get out those things that you need to create that vision. And it's, I mean, literally flipping through each and every page to find what relates to you and how it relates to you and what you want to see for yourself. Yes, but uh, I, I'm going to work on it. We're going to make it work. Might be might be a little, you know, sparse initially. Right. <laughs> but I, I mean, but it. it's okay because, I mean, a dream is better than sleeping. Yeah, that's true. Let me say <laughs> that. So, um, you know, you go to sleep to dream. You know, so you you have to just step back and say, okay, well, I have um, two magazines and this is all I got. So, you know what? You got to make it do what it do out of those two magazines that you got. And hell, if you can't find a picture, write it down, draw it, figure it out, do it the best way you can. But there is a way to get through That's exactly what I was going to say. You know, okay, so you guys out there. Or go on the internet and print some pictures. Yeah. You can go to the library. Even if you don't You know, and you get 20 pages for free (laughs) at the library to print. So it's it's ways, y'all. It is. I strongly believe you should write down these things that you want to accomplish because there's power Mm -hmm. in pen and visualizing stuff at least in my opinion Mm -hmm. so I believe I think if even like you said even if you don't have pictures you can still write it down and you put very specifically what you want and then you have an idea about what you're moving forward for during the year it's not just willy-nilly it's not one of those new year's resolutions because those annoy me like if you want right. to make changes, you can do those anytime. Why do you have to wait for the new year? Anytime. It does not have to be a new so, year. Absolutely. I think goals are different than resolutions. That's just my opinion. Right. <laughs> right. So we're going to challenge you all to do some goals. Um, you know, I would like to set at least five goals for myself. Um, and and with those, within those five goals, um, I would like to definitely go back to some of the things we talked about in our earlier podcast um we kind of talked about doing the things that are reachable and doing things that you actually know you can accomplish because there's no greater feeling than scratching something off your checklist right or seeing something on your vision board come Mm -hmm. to pass so you want to set up things for yourself that you know you actually are going to work on like don't give unrealistic things like if you know you want to lose 50 pounds this year in itself, well, then you know what you got to do to start making those changes to reach those 50 pounds. You cannot say, I want to 
lose 50 pounds and then you at McDonald's twice a week. <laughs> no. Like, come on, you can't, you know? So do things that are achievable and that actually mean something to you and that you can look back. Like, you can always look back at an older picture and say, oh, my God, I don't want to look like that anymore. And then you look at your your model standing here on your vision board like, okay, girl, what we got to do to get to this point? We got to do this, 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 this. And write it down. Mm-hmm. Like like you said, there's actually real specific. Um, and it's something that's so empowering about writing down um, things and, just, and, and crossing them out. Like, I'm a big list person. So I'll get to work in the morning. I'll write a list. And I'll say, this is what I have to do. There is no greater feeling than completing things on that list. <laughs> Y'all should try it. If you don't, if you don't, you're not a list person. I used to, I had somebody I used to work for a long time ago, and she used to write lists for everything. Y'all, to this day, she is one of the most powerful and black successful women that I know. And I look up to her so much. And I, you know, I learned a lot from her. And she has this big mental health business now. And, you know, I find myself looking to her, you know, as a, a, a big role model. And I'm like, she did this. Like, I, I used to be like, why is this lady so hard on me? Like, why is why is there a list for everything? Why is this planned out in this plan? Like, I did not understand her organization. But when you look at it now, you're you'll grow to understand and you'll be like oh my goodness life is so much easier that way <laughs> like I get it <laughs> I get it yeah I totally get it and it's like I I strive to um you know be organized in that manner because I'm not I'm just <laughs> not organization is one of my struggles so I definitely have which is one top thing on my list is to be better organized and that means taking my house, cleaning one room at a mm-hmm. time. You know, they're starting with one area at a time, just going through things and saying, okay, I need to get rid of this, straighten this, do this, do this, do this. And that is one of my goals is to do a room, one room a month. I'm going to say a month, you guys, because I work right full time, right? So... I can't devote and say, I'm going to do this one room a week or whatever. No. I got to do one a month and I got to do a little bit each day <laughs> for me to be able to accomplish this. And, um, you know, if it does take me six months, okay. Guess what? I did it. And at the end of the day, I can check it off and say, girl, you said you were going to do it and you did it. And you did it. That is... That's the feeling yes that's that's all that's really important that what you're speaking on about setting those achievable goals so it's it's like mm-hmm. the smart goals right they're specific mm-hmm. measurable what is it achievable realistic and timely so yep. if you have a goal like you were saying with the weight loss you want to lose 50 pounds maybe you start with i want to lose 10 pounds in two months okay two cool. months right start with something smaller you don't have to right and then feel overwhelmed by 50 pounds 10 pounds is easier and right. it's on your list of goals like to right because so what matters if it takes you all year what matters if it takes you longer than a year it's the point that you've done it enjoy the journey enjoy the journey y'all that is our lesson for today to 
Learn to enjoy your journey. Take out the positive things that come along with the negative things, but let the good outweigh the bad. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so I am excited, y'all. The new year is going, I'm already speaking into existence. It's going to be fabulous for everybody, including you listeners. Yes, <laughs> um, y'all. And obviously me and my sis, we're going to work uh, very hard to make sure we keep putting out these podcast episodes i'm so excited we got another one done in december (laughs) girl me too like you know y'all we really really um have time restraints well i do let me say that i know i do because i am a full-fledged mama wife (laughs) right wife supervisor you know I'm like running around doing all this stuff all the time and it's like this is my moment to unwind and this is my moment to self-care you know it because through talking I get healing so um and a, a lot of things are very vivid for me when we do these episodes and um, I hope that it blesses you all like it does my soul to learn some things and often take a little moment to educate yourselves on one little thing, you know, just even talking about the obesity rates today. I did not know, y'all, that 73% of men and women are obese. Right. That's like, insane. I didn't know that. So it's just about, yes. It's just about taking that time out to sit back and just enjoy the journey, like you said. Yes. So I wanted to give you all our social media page. It's um it's on our podcast like link, but also if you just need to know it, it's period with the T dot sis underscore the podcast. Mm-hmm. That's on Instagram. Um our email is period with a T again with a T the podcast at gmail.com so there's no underscoring that but you can also find it linked on here and um, our email is also linked to our podcast uh, on you know on our page so if you can't remember it you can always go to it that way if you have our personal numbers you can reach out that way ask us questions topics you'd like to see we always tell y'all that anything anything at all um, and if you need those resources for like, you know, the food banks and things we we're talking about, don't hesitate to reach out and let us know what you need. Right. That's what we're here for. Right. Um, and we got some good stuff coming up for you all this upcoming year. So I'm excited. Um, I've been thinking about doing some giveaways, um, <laughs> pitching some ideas and you know, even if that means giving away our time to you guys to figure out what we can do um, to get you all um, where you need to be, let's do it. I'm excited. Like, I'm so excited for what's to come. Um, we have a lot of things in store for you all this upcoming year. So y'all do enjoy the journey. And I hope you all have a very blessed and safe new year and um hopefully we can do um another episode real soon you guys that's our goal happy new year y'all 
Happy New Year, you all. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you.